welcome to the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking all about limitations. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So this week, or the last few weeks actually, we've had some really great weather. I've been loving the sunshine. It's been really nice. I think it's due to change where we are though in the next week. I think we're supposed to have a few days of rain, which is um, a shame, but um, uh, we will uh, get past that as we normally do. So hopefully you've been enjoying some good weather as well. Uh, I've certainly been able to um, enjoy some time outside. Uh, which is really nice extending my dog walks in the morning and evening with snow who's my dog i've been loving that um, it's a great temperature at the moment for running it's not too warm it's not too cold it's kind of that nice balance really good so i managed to get out this uh, weekend just gone and do a 28 mile run which is the furthest i've run so really pleased about that I had a bit of pain in the top of my foot for the last um last couple of miles so i'm going to get that checked out at some point this week hopefully um just to make sure there's nothing serious going on there. Uh, but otherwise, running's going pretty well. I've learned my lesson with the hydration, staying staying hydrated as I run, and I've kind of got the balance about right now of uh, drinking whilst I'm running, making sure I'm staying uh, adequately hydrated for, for the long run. Uh, so I've kind of got that down now, which is really good. I, I learned my lesson from uh, a couple of weeks ago. So instead of um, doing one really long loop of 28 miles, um, I do a couple of shorter loops now so that I can pop back into the house and refill my uh, water bottles halfway around so that I can um, uh, make sure I stay hydrated the, the whole way around. Got used to kind of eating whilst running as well. That's kind of going okay. Um, feeling pretty good about that and happy and kind of consuming enough calories as I'm running. Um, it was it was a challenge at first to try and eat whilst running, uh, but I've kind of got used to that now and feeling pretty good about it. So 28 miles was um, feeling really pleased about doing that. Hopefully you've had a good couple of weeks. Hopefully you've been able to um, get some get some time outside in the sunshine and enjoy that. Hopefully you've been able to um, uh, spend some 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 of that uh, much needed time in the sun as well. Hopefully um, you've been able to make some progress towards your goals and targets and uh, are living that life that you love as well. So this week's episode is all about limitations, and and it's come about because I was having a conversation with a friend. You know, I've talked about limitations a number of times on the podcast, but I'm just going to give it a slightly different view this time, um, because I, I was talking to somebody and and they were saying that they couldn't do do something, and it and they had a whole host of reasons why they couldn't do something, and I and I asked them who who had created those limitations. And I think a lot of people get caught up in in, in the self-limiting beliefs um, that that we develop, um, and, the, and these are kind of a bad habit to develop these self-limiting beliefs. You know, when we're born, uh, when we're first born, when we're babies, we don't have any self-limiting beliefs. We're not born with self-limiting beliefs. You know, the proof of that is that we all have to be taught not to put our hands in the fire or in the cooker, on the stove. Uh, whatever it may be, putting our tongues in electrical sockets. We have to be taught all of these things, right? Because we don't have these kind of self-limiting beliefs. We're just kind of born with a curiosity, a natural curiosity to find these things out. So hopefully we're taught these things before we learn the hard way. Um, because that's obviously going to be more painful for us. Um, but we're all taught these things. And, and and obviously these are all good things to learn. The examples I've given are all really great things to learn. So you, you really want to learn as young as possible not to put your hand in the fire, for example. Because that's going to serve you well throughout life, right? Um, so, so you really want to learn that as quickly as possible. The problem is that we pick up other things and we learn other things from people as well. Uh, and whether we intend to learn them or not, they, they, they're things that we can pick up um, um, unconsciously from other people. Um, you know, we might not be looking to learn 
um, what we've learned, but but we do anyway. And that's the dangerous thing is that we're learning them without realizing. So we create these these self-limiting beliefs for ourselves that we can't do something because of a certain thing, or I have to do this because this is the way it's always been. Um, you know, for example, you might have. Um, a, a strong family line of doing a particular career you know maybe um, maybe your 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 mother was a dentist her father was a dentist and uh, some other relative was a dentist so so you feel you've kind of got to become a dentist and that's what's kind of you've been raised with this this notion that the only thing you can do is become a dentist and then uh, but but you kind of hit a point and you decide that that's not what you want to do and then you know family members etc might be a bit upset that you're changing careers or, or whatever it might be for you um, and that can be really challenging right but but we've got to realize that being able just, you know if you're in a position and you're saying well i don't really like dentistry uh, but um this isn't a life example, by the way. I've just picked something absolutely random. This is nothing against dentists or anything. I've just picked something completely at random. Um, so if, if you're not into uh, dentistry um, and, and you're sat there thinking, oh, I'd love to do this, but I can't because I've only ever done dentistry. That's what I've learned. I went to university. That's what I studied. Um, you know, uh, you kind of got that self-limiting belief that you can only do that one thing. You've kind of associated who you are with what you do. And those are two very different things, who you are and what you do. Um, people who, um, uh, you know, you, you could find people who associate it very, very clearly with what they do. And usually when people introduce themselves, you find out very quickly or you ask them, oh, who are you? What, what do you do? And they go straight into, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm Joe Bloggs and I'm a, a dentist in this case, or, or I'm a football player or whatever it may be. Um, people don't often talk about the other things that they do, um, you know, so um, and, and that's the same for me. I, I very rarely do it as well. You tend to describe who you are is what you do and it's a dangerous trap to fall into though because you start limiting yourself and you start looking you through your, uh, looking at yourself through a particular lens that can be hard to change um, so, so every time you do that you're limiting the the view that you have for yourself and it can be very challenging to, to get out of that so if we go back to the, the being a child analogy because I think that works really well we, we pick up some really good things from our parents and our family and our friends as we're younger of those things that we're not supposed to do such as putting your hand in the fire so those are really good things so what we've got to be careful as as we grow up and and even more as we're older that we don't carry on some of those things that we've learned whilst we're growing up maybe um, you've always been told that you're not great at sports so so why try you know I, I absolutely hated sports when I was younger um, I tried to do everything I could to, to not do sports um, not do any physical activity at all really because um, I, I just really dis disliked it so as I got older I kind of got into the, to the habit of saying oh you know sports isn't for me you know my brother you know he'd invite me to go and watch the football or um, go and go and have a kick around or whatever it might be and I'd usually turn that down because I'd say oh that's not for me I'm not into that I don't want to do that I'm not I, I can't play that I can't do that I'm not very sporty and you kind of learn this this no I can't do that and you get this then natural reaction where you're just saying no to everything for no particular reason other than that's what you've done in the past um, and it's very hard to break that that mold um, you know obviously now 
I realised that I love running. Uh, I love doing, uh, getting out and about, walking, uh, investigating new places, uh, discovering new places. Really great fun. I really enjoy doing that stuff. Um, I enjoy watching baseball. You know, it, it's not the typical sport that we watch in this country, but I enjoy watching it. So I try and watch as much baseball as I can uh, as well. So. I've kind of changed my mindset if I've got older, but that was very difficult at first for me to change that mindset from a, oh, I can't do that to a, yes, I can, let's go and do some crazy stuff. Because people say to me, why do you do some of these crazy activities? Why do you want to go and run 100 kilometers in one day? Why would you want to go and run across a frozen lake 100 miles over a few days in Mongolia? Why would you want to go and do that stuff? And A, I think it, it's very fun. And B, I, I like challenging myself to do these new things. And, and I think that if you can create a habit to push yourself uh, and find your limits, I think that that's a really great habit to create because the only way that you find your limits is by pushing the boundary on what you do currently because you kind of settle into a routine you settle into what you can and can't do and you kind of tend to do the same things over and over again um, I know I certainly do even now you kind of get your own routines and you kind of settle into that routine uh, no matter what it is um, even with my training and stuff you you get into that routine so uh, which can be good you know it's really great to get that consistency so it's really good but there's also a dangerous side to that, that you get so so kind of stuck in that routine um, that you kind of don't try new things and you kind of limit yourself to that routine right so you've got to look wider than that and I think it's really important to discover your boundaries for yourself what can you do what do you want to do um, you know um, it was it was interesting as I started running and I started picking up um, you know my, my, I have a lot of enthusiasm as you can tell I talk about it a lot on the podcast probably too much for some people uh, but um, it's something that I'm really passionate about now and I really enjoy doing so that passion has kind of spread and everybody who knows me knows I will talk for you know as long as they let me around running and how I'm doing and the training and that I'm doing and things that I found out like the eating like the staying hydrated those kinds of things right so when I was talking to my mum and dad uh, back a year or so ago I said why don't you come out and do a park run with me or oh, it's longer than that ago now because it was before the pandemic so when park runs were still a thing why don't you come out and do a park run with me um, you don't have to do it at my speed you can come and walk it and, and get, get, get a different form of exercise in. and they were like oh no we can't do that we've not done any exercise for years and years and years uh, we have, we're too old to be messing around with things like that and um, I kind of left it and I, I kind of mentioned it to him every now and again and um, you know I'd bring it up every few months or so and just say oh why don't you come along and walk it why don't you come along and walk it and do it and um, you know I'm glad that my enthusiasm caught uh, because eventually they gave in probably more just to shut me up than anything else um, and the, and although they've still not been able to do um, a park run with me because obviously um, uh, the pandemic um, but they have been getting out and they've started running 5k so they started slowly they followed a, a couch to 5k program uh, which was really great um, they followed that program and they got up to running five kilometers non-stop and they've just increased so they've just done for the first time six kilometers non-stop so um, they're, they're really pleased I'm really pleased for them um, and they're trying to do that two to three times a week which is really great for uh, their fitness and staying active and, and spending some time outside right so really great stuff um, so the fact that they had originally this self-limiting belief that it wasn't for them, that they were too old, 
um, or, or whatever it was. They hadn't excised for long enough. They felt like they were too old, despite the fact I was telling them, you know, that age, you know, age is not a factor here. You know, that there are ninety-six uh, year olds, I think, doing marathons still. Um, so if so, if they can do it, you can do it. Um, you know, and you don't have to. You set your own pace, um, set your own limits. So if you're feeling tired, just slow down a bit. If you're feeling like you can't go any further, have a day off. Have a day of rest. Make sure make sure you you're kind of listening to your own body, listening to your own feedback um, as well as you can, um, and that's going to really help you. Um, so they 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 did it. They achieved it, which is really cool. Um, and they and they done, they've done it in a phenomenal time as well. They've got a really quick time, or 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 they've sped that time up, which is brilliant. So um, I, I I'm really proud of what they've done, and I think they're great. But my mum still uses language for other things. Oh, I can't do that. I'm too old. Or I think I'm too old. Or I don't think I'm able to do that. And I'm, I'm like, right, we're slowly breaking this down because we're slowly changing. But there, there are things that you thought that you'd never be able to do that you can do because you've just grown up with these self-limiting beliefs. And once you've removed those beliefs, you can really push your boundaries then and find out, find out really what you can and can't do. The most important thing is listening to your own body, listening to the feedback that you're giving yourself. And this is true of any activity, whether it's a physical activity or whether it's starting a business or whether it's um, where you are in a relationship, whatever it is, listen to the feedback, the direct feedback that you're getting and don't listen to the limiting beliefs of others. Um, so pe other people telling you you can't, shouldn't or uh, you can't or shouldn't do something. Um, and stop listening to that inner voice in your head that says, oh, you can't or shouldn't do something because of this, this and this. You know, go and find out whether you can actually do it. Go and find out whether um, it's something you enjoy doing. Go and find out whether it's for you. Go and find out whether you can do it. Uh, because once you find out whether you can do it and you've got some empirical evidence for that, then that will start to change the way you look at life. So um, just to take my physical sports example, my running, I didn't start out running when I when I kind of made my journey into in, back into sports in my late 20s, early 30s. Um, you know, originally um, I, I did a load of physiotherapy to recover from um, sort of really bad knee and hip problems I was having. Um, I talked about that on the podcast where I was told I would need a hip replacement. So I did a year of physiotherapy and then I wanted to do some sporty type activities to prove to myself that I'd kind of healed from that and got through that. So I picked boxing. Um, and as much as I enjoyed boxing, it was very painful for me. Um, it, so it wasn't something that I really wanted to do. Uh, so I, although I still do boxing training because I enjoy the technicality of it and I enjoy the sparring, I didn't enjoy the painful bit of the actual fight. So um, so to, to to so I made the switch. So I found out that I could do that, but I didn't want to. So uh, it opened up new possibilities. Well, if I can do that. What else can I do that I didn't think I would do? Which is how I got into running. I used to absolutely hate running. I remember being forced to do cross-country running when I was at school and absolutely hating every minute of it. So I thought, well, that's not for me, but let me try it now because it's many years on um, since since I last done it. Let's see if I can do it. So lo and behold, I went out, tried it, absolutely loved it. It was a different environment than I'd done it in before. Starting up the park runs, um, people were super friendly. Um, it kind of gives you your time to work on, so you had a target to try and improve. You know, when we were doing it at school, we were just running for running's sake. We weren't really timed. We just had to do the distance. It didn't matter whether we were quick or slow, and we didn't get the time, so we couldn't really improve on it. You know, our own scores, um, so or our own times. 
but whereas doing it through Parkrun, they issue your time back every week, so you can see how you've done, and you can kind of compare your score, your own time each week against yourself, and you can also compare it against everybody else as well, because it gives you a where you are in your age rankings kind of thing, which is really useful feedback, or I find that really useful for me. That's what motivates me being able to do that comparison and seeing where I am and working out whether I can improve, which is why I've got back into it. So those were both things, both boxing and the running, were things that I thought that I couldn't do, things that I shouldn't do because I hadn't done sports for a very long time, um, that I didn't think I would be able to because I'd never been very sporty. But by pushing the boundaries, I was able to find those new boundaries I was able to find out uh, what those limits were and in fact I'm still pushing those limits by doing the things like the 100 kilometer run the 100 mile run um, in minus 40 degrees those I'm still going to push those boundaries and I will continue pushing those boundaries because um, that's how things are found out right you know if everybody was doing the same things over and over again you'd never have any new world records you'd never have any new sports developed um, you know everything would stay the same uh, and by people pushing the boundaries, that's how new things are discovered. Um, and I'm not saying that I'm going to discover a new sport or a, a new way, <coughs> excuse me, a new way of running 100 miles or whatever. Um, but that's new for me and I can push some, my own boundaries and hopefully um, through this podcast, through the people I talk to, through my friends and family, I can show and demonstrate that people can try new things and really succeed in those new things where they didn't think they were able to because they had these self-limiting beliefs. So once we get over that, we, we really can start doing and living that life that we love. So we can start doing those things and we can start enjoying our life and we can start spending more time doing those activities that we love and by trying new things we can widen our perspective on the world uh, we can introduce ourselves to new things we can do things that we didn't think we could do so we really are going to live that life we love the other aspect of this is that we're living in a modern age where the internet is the great equalizer right so you know, you, you don't have to pay a, pay a fortune now to do some of the things that you had to pay a fortune to do in the past. Things like learning a new language is really easily available. There's so many videos on YouTube available for most things. So you can learn almost any skill from YouTube nowadays with no upfront cost whatsoever. You know, language learning apps, Duolingo, which is the app I use from day to day, I thoroughly recommend it if you if you want to try learning a new language. Um, it's free. There's a paid version, but the, but you've got all the content there for free. Um, you have to watch an ad occasionally, etc. Um, but but you can do it. So that's what I use. Um, like I say, you can pay to get rid of the ads, etc., and get some additional stuff. But you can learn for free. Um, on that um, learning music again uh, I'm doing piano I'm having piano lessons but I can learn I can learn music um, so that having a piano teacher is accelerating my learning process because they'll be able to um, you know stop me doing th going down rabbit holes and, and make sure I'm on the right course but there's so much material out there for free on YouTube and various different websites on blogs books available that it, like I said the the modern age is the greatest equaliser there ever has been in learning a new skill set, whatever that skill set is, 
even things like running. So I can go and Google how to run faster. What exercises can I do to strengthen my legs? I can Google all that and, and there's going to be 101 videos come up on YouTube, probably more than that, a lot more. Um, on all those different things that I can do to improve how I should be running, how to adjust my gait, how to adjust my pace, how to do the exercises I need to improve my core strength, how I need I can do, um, improve the strength of my um, glutes, uh, etc. So it's all available at a touch of a button nowadays. So it really is a great equaliser. So one of the limiting factors previously has been access to the knowledge access to the information and that really isn't the case anymore so if you've always wanted to learn a new skill set whether that's learning to play a harmonica whether it's learning to a new language whether you wanted to try learning spanish or whether you wanted to try learning a different language whether it's writing a book whether it's creating a board game whatever it is whether it's learning to cook whether it's learning to cook a specific dish whatever it is maybe it's becoming a clothes designer maybe it's uh whatever it is for you there's a million and one things right out there that you might want to do um but that information is available to us now in a way that it hasn't been before so we need to take most advantage of that and if we can include doing those things that we love doing that really is going to make us live that life we love because that's 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 where we want to be is spending the time doing those things that we want to be doing and and kind of getting away from those things that we don't want to be doing now we're never going to be able to get rid of those things entirely or if we can we're super lucky um, i'm not suggesting that that's going to be easy uh, but the more time we can spend doing those things that we want to do those things that we love doing then we're going to love our lives that little bit more and that's what we're all about here at the life living it and loving it podcast so hopefully that's helped today hopefully it's giving you a new new thought so what are those have a think about what are those self-limiting beliefs that you've picked up from a young age what what uh, uh, you know uh, unconsciously from your family and friends as you've been growing up what are the self-limiting beliefs that you put on yourself and that you continue to put on yourself now because you think oh i'm too old for that uh, i've never done that before so i can't do it now um things like that so what are those limiting beliefs you can do and once you start identifying those self-limiting beliefs you can move past them and a whole new world will open up to you because you'll be able to try a whole range of new diff and different things and you may not enjoy every one of those new and different things but you will enjoy the experience of trying something new deciding you don't like it and moving on to the next thing that you didn't think you'd be able to do or you might be able to achieve something that you never thought possible that nobody in your family thought possible my brother still tells me there's no way you'll be able to run a marathon uh, i've just run further than a marathon this weekend for the first time so he, and he still struggles to believe that because uh, he, he remembers me from when I was younger when I hated sports and I absolutely hated it so without seeing me doing it he, he can't believe that I'm doing it so uh, he, he's going to be coming along uh, to a couple of my events to, 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 to watch and witness uh, me do some of that stuff so you know even now uh, he struggles to see me through that and, and that's the dangerous thing is if you listen to other people's limiting beliefs that they're projecting out for you um, that can be really dangerous and stop you trying those new things and doing and achieving those goals that you want to achieve so discover your own limits um, push those limits push those boundaries um, obviously uh, be careful when you're pushing those boundaries do it in a safe environment do it in a way that's uh, safe for you 
and make sure you've got the right support when you're pushing those boundaries but otherwise the world is your oyster let's go and live that life we love i'll talk to you all next week